1: Here's your host, John Chapman.
2: What is up, Faithful? Man, did that game ever suck? <laughs> that was awful. That was the worst game um, I feel like I've ever been a part of as a Faithful. And that's saying so much. And I know it's kind of fresh. You know, we're going live literally 90 seconds after the loss. And we do that for a reason to go through what the hell just happened and to kind of talk ourselves off the, the edge a little bit because, man, this was this was awful from so many accounts. Yeah, there's positives. Uh, <laughs> the injuries we'll talk about because there's so damn many. But the idea that there was some hope, you played a worse team. I, I don't think anybody would talk, say that the Cowboys are a better team than the 49ers. That's even with that stupid quarterback back there. It, you look at the stats and it's astounding. The 49ers should have ran away with this game. But the one thing that you have to constantly go back to is you can't get out of your own way. The Dallas Cowboys finished four turnovers above the 49ers. Four. Four. That led to 24 points. 24 points that the offense and special teams, got to talk about the special teams. Now, let's be honest. If we're going to include special teams, 31 points. 31 points. The Dallas Cowboys offense only manufactured 10 points on their own. That's it. That's it. 10 points. Our defense has been great. But whenever you're putting them on the field inside their own 30-yard line repeatedly, not once, not twice, not three times, four separate times, if you count that kickoff return for a touchdown, the defense can't do its job. Because this team... The offense, Kyle Shanahan, he, he, he laid an egg, man. This was the worst performance by Kyle Shanahan since he's joined the team. And you're sitting there saying, wait, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? The offense went out there. We had 458 total yards on offense. Why are you saying Kyle Shanahan? Because he cannot recognize that there is one player that is stopping this team repeatedly. One player, number four. And the 49ers have done this three times this year, or more if you want to count all the Nick Mullins losses. But you can go back to when we had our seventh corner against Miami and you just kept them out there repeatedly, 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 repeatedly. You lost that game, right? And then the issues happen. Then we have, you know, where we miss our slot corner and you keep our fifth string slot guy out there repeatedly, 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 and you don't do anything and you lose that game. Now you go to this game, it's all number four. All number four. And you can say, well, he only had two interceptions. You're right. Number four only did have two interceptions. He also had about five or six dropped interceptions. He also had about five or six contested catches where the 49ers wide receivers had to wrestle. Brandon Ayuk who's who I'm talking about here. Wrestling the ball away from defenders because he's such a shitty quarterback. And then you got to talk about the fumble. And you're like, oh, well, that's because he's getting pressure. No, they're not. They weren't getting pressure. Yeah. (laughs) Mike McGlinchey sucks. Mike McGlinchey had the worst game of his career as well, and it definitely didn't help by any stretch of the imagination. But this team had two sacks. That's it. Two sacks. It wasn't like they were all up in his face. And even on that one play where he was throwing the ball and he got hit as he was throwing it, protect the damn ball. Protect the damn ball. ball. Protect the ball. You cannot win a game whenever you are down 4-0 on turnovers. And you're like, well, there's so many other factors. No, there's not. This is the eighth straight game that the 49ers have two or more turnovers. Eighth straight game. This is the 10th out of 11 games that they have had two or more turnovers. Now, let's go to how many times they have had more than three turnovers. Four out of the last five games with Nick Mullins as the starter has three or more turnovers on offense. He is the worst player in the NFL. It's not even close. Nick Mullins is the worst player in the NFL. Now, is that Nick Mullins' fault? No, it's not. Nick Mullins sucks. It's it's what it is. What is the fault of the 49ers? Why the hell would you stay with him? What what's Kyle Shanahan's whole thing? And some of you guys are saying, "Oh, well, we're tanking." Obviously, uh, no, we're not. We're not tanking. You don't tank if you're rushing back, Raheem Mostert. You don't tank if you're getting all these guys out there and trying to figure out a way to get something going on. That's not a tank. You can't give Kyle Shanahan a pass here. You can't do it. Now, are we going to the playoffs? No. But football, you play to win the game. You're playing a rival. You're playing the freaking Dallas Cowboys. Go beat that damn team. This game matters. It matters. Ah, um, oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Let's get to some comments. Uh, we are going to pay attention to some positives. It's not just going to be a negative podcast because there were a lot of positives in this game. It's just number four's atrocious play and Kyle Shanahan's unwavering loyalty to him um, ruined all those positives. Uh, that's just what it is. This is on Kyle Shanahan. 100% pure simple. I don't even put it on Nick Mullins. He sucks at quarterback. He can't be good. Kyle Shanahan never made the switch. Yeah, he put in C.J. Beathard the last part of the game after Nick Mullins got injured. That's what it took. Ugh. Kyle Shanahan was on, you know, earlier this week, his quote was, well, the turnovers are something we can't excuse. And if the turnovers continue, that's when I'll make the switch. Bullshit. You damn liar. <laughs> Bullshit. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. Because, again, we just went through all those numbers. The 49ers are second. We might be first after this game. We're second in the NFL in turnovers before this week. We might be number one in the NFL. You don't win games like that. And Kyle Shanahan's just absolute mirrors that he puts on so he doesn't see anything. He's got to take responsibility. And it sucks because I still consider... Kyle Shanahan, a top-five offensive mind. But my faith in him has diminished greatly these past couple weeks. Not because I expect him to win these games. I don't. I don't. I, I told everybody, don't bet on this game. As long as number four is quarterback, don't bet. You're wasting your money. But it's just the absolute idea that he can't even recognize what they're missing he can't recognize the one thing stopping this team and fine you could say cj bethard's not the answer that's cool why the hell do you keep him on your roster for two straight years why 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 do that why not try something else the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results we know what number four is Al Shanahan obviously doesn't. Um, this 100%. I, I'm obviously you can tell I'm usually a pretty positive guy. <laughs> um, I'm a little pissed off right now. Um, the Dallas Cowboy game means something to me historically. You know, I, I brought up the story um, and I show I told everybody I would show this uh, jersey here. This was my um, what's it called? This was my 10th grade birthday present. I still got it. You could tell it's still all jacked up and stuff. It's been through the ringer. This is why I became a part of the faithful. Was my hate for the Dallas Cowboys? Not so much the Dallas Cowboys, but my shitty stepdad that I raised with. It matters. It matters. It matters for the fans. And whenever you put that product out there on the field and you constantly allow this, everybody knew it was going to happen, right? Did anybody have faith in the fourth quarter that number 4 was going to somehow get us get us a win? Absolutely not. The product you put on the field matters. And the product that he put on the field, oh my gosh. I'm pretty glad I don't have press credentials. (laughs) Because if I did, this would be the last game that I had press credentials. You guys think Grant Cohen's negative? Holy jeez. I would have been, whew, it would have been bad. Uh, I would be straight up attacking Kyle Shanahan today. And do I want Kyle Shanahan to be our coach moving forward? 100% I do. But just because you you support somebody or you think somebody's good at something, that doesn't mean you turn a blind eye to all the negative things they do. You gotta hold them accountable. And God, that game sucked. Oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> all right, let's get to some comments. I've already said that twice, but let's go. What's up, Ira? It's your birthday. Happy birthday. I wish Nick Mullins wasn't a quarterback in the NFL. Uh, that would have made a much better birthday. But yeah, that was rough. Uh, (laughs) Too bad this wasn't a later game. This is at home, dude. Uh, So I could drink more. That would have helped. I'm with you so much there. Uh, But it's about to turn on. Believe you me. John Chappell. My wonderful wife. She's incredible. Uh, She does the intro uh, that you always hear. She went and bought me. I I think she knew. She had a premonition. She went and got me some of my favorite tequila uh, yesterday. Unannounced. Just so nice. Uh, So shout out to uh, the wifey there. She is incredible. Now here we go Jason says this man turnovers John four freaking turnovers freaking embarrassing gets worse every week yeah you're not improving <laughs> you're going down you're going down and you know on top of the turnovers you yeah talk about special teams Forty ers has the worst special teams in the NFL now obviously Richie James he sucks um, the <laughs> turnover to start the game you know that two turnovers in the first six minutes that That hurts. But then you look at the (laughs) – try to go after the extra – or the onside kick at the end of the game. Return for a touchdown. Just trash, man. Uh, We're special teams. Have we had one punt downed inside the five? I don't think we have. I really don't. I don't think that we have. Um, Kickoff return. We're the worst in the NFL. It's not even close. Um, It's just so much bad. uh, it's, It's just bad. Punt returns bad. The only thing that we can say is good about our special team is the field goal unit. Robbie Gold became the 15th um, highest scorer in NFL history today. He's been great. He has done very, very well. Um, Let's see here. I'm nobody you need to know. Want to make a bet that Kyle still starts Mullins next week. I think you're right. Why would he change it? Why would he change it? Um, Yeah, not surprised of today's outcome, says Jose. I think you're right. We move forward with caution. This 49ers team is bad. The injuries, all time record for injuries. Now the IR rules are different this year, so obviously that's going to be amplified, but it doesn't matter. Get into the game. Listen to these injuries that we had during the game. Tarvarius Moore went down. He only missed one play. Jimmy Ward, hardcore concussion. Um, He was done. Deion Jordan, who was having a great first quarter, he leaves with a knee. Mostert, stop me if you've heard this before, he freaking hurts his ankle again on the first play of the second half. That's the second time this year. And Mostert was looking great, incredible. He was Mostert had nine carries for 51 yards in the first quarter. We came out, we had a game plan that was designed to win this game against the worst defense in the NFL. Imagine playing the worst defense in NFL almost history and giving four turnovers up to that defense. Oh, Nick Mullen should never take a snap again for the rest, of, like, in the NFL ever. There, there's nobody out there that would give this guy a job. There's not one team. Not one team. And Kyle Shanahan turned down trading offers for him. Repeatedly. Ugh. He cannot evaluate the quarterback position whatsoever. Um, Jeff Wilson, lower leg, came back. Mike McGlinchey, when knocked out. Richie James, got injured, came back. That's one game. (laughs) That's one game. On top of that, you had Jason Verrett getting sick before the game even started. So now (laughs) you're shuffling pieces on the deck as you're going down, going into this game. And freaking Akello Witherspoon, you know, this this is a positive and a negative here. Akello Witherspoon had his best game as a pro. Is he playing his way into staying with the 49ers? God, I hope not. Because we know Akello Witherspoon. We know what he does. He makes a play, then he disappears. Uh, He he plays great for two games, then he leaves. All those different things. So you hope, I don't know. I I don't want, there's certain players on this team I don't want back. Because you can't trust them. You had Kendrick Bourne with the amazing catch at the end of the game. Kendrick Bourne had a good game. All in all, he had a good game. He he had no negative plays this week. But then you look to last week, four drop passes. Inconsistent. I'm tired of relying on Richie James. I'm tired of relying on Kendrick Bourne. I'm tired of relying on Akello Witherspoon. I don't want those guys on this team. Uh, you know, the, the first year that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan stepped in, first year, they were just trying to find pieces to plug in. We got to fill a team because we don't have the pieces we want, and so they were getting guys like Trent Taylor, and we're just just put them out there, just put them out there. The second season, John Lynch said, now we're looking for cornerstone pieces. We're not looking for plug-the-gap guys. We're looking for cornerstone pieces that we can build our franchise on moving forward. We haven't really done that. We still have a lot of stopgap guys. And again, you say, well, the injuries and all that kind of stuff. uh, uh, Maybe. When you go after injury-riddled players with injury-riddled histories, what do you think you're going to get? Now, obviously, Jason Verrett getting sick in the middle of the freaking December. That's not injury history. That's just freaking it happens. But you look at a lot of the other guys, eh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You've got to go, and this is a year where you can clean house a little bit. Not a lot. I'm not one of those guys that just wants to just flush it all and move out and whatever else and just burn, <laughs> burn the fields like freaking Russia, uh, you know, withdrawing into itself in World War II. That's not what I'm trying to say. But, man, uh, do you guys think Mullen starts next week? I want to ask this. Say yes or no. Does Mullen start next week against Arizona? Please, God, tell me no. <laughs> Please tell me no. Uh, Dr. Blocktopus, let's talk a little draft. What position do you think is the biggest need in the draft? Looking forward to your upcoming draft podcast. Man, uh, we've got a lot of draft content coming your way. Obviously, we're going to be covering the 49ers through the season. There's no doubt about that. We're we're staying with it. The draft is huge. There's a lot of needs. You have – and not in order. I'm not going in order, but I'm just – these are the orders of position that we need help with. Wide receiver is still a major need. You have two wide receivers. You have Debo. You have Iuke. Lots of injuries with Debo this year. Whatever. Lots of injuries with Debo in college as well. You need a number three wide receiver. Do I think that means a first round pick there? Absolutely not. But the wide receiver position needs to be probably drafted in the first four rounds. Interior offensive line. This week, guess what? Justin School played great. He had a holding call. Um, that penalty wasn't against him, the uh, necessary roughness at the end of the game. That was against Mike McGlinchey. Mike McGlinchey sucks. Um, he sucks. This was his worst game as a pro. Wasn't even close. Having said that, I think he had three pancake blocks. Um, but I whatever. Uh, stop talking about him. Interior offensive line or an offensive tackle. Uh, yeah, you could definitely use somebody there. Cornerback is going to be a need. You have nobody returning. Nobody returning at corner. That's a major need. And obviously, quarterback quarterback. If Jimmy Garoppolo is your guy, and I'm fine if you believe that. I don't know, I'm not one of those anti-Jimmy people out there, but he can't stay healthy. He's missed more games than he's won. Yeah, he's 22 and 5 or 22 and 8, I don't know what his record is as a starter for the 49ers. He's missed more games than he's won. That is an issue. Uh, did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as 4 correct picks? You can turn ten dollars into a thousand with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than thirty different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on Prize Picks, Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
1: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: Um, And you say, oh, well, that's not on him. That's on the O-line. Well, you go to the ACL against the Chiefs his first year, 100% on him. All he has to do is be smart and go out of bounds there. Now, if you want to keep Jimmy, that's fine. You have to get a backup quarterback. Because CJ and Nick aren't it. Go back to the first 10 minutes of this podcast, right? Um, And then obviously, you got to talk about Edge as well. So whether you're bringing in a quarterback to beat Jimmy, a first-round pick, no problem with that. Or if you just need to draft a backup to develop, no problem with that either. You have to get a quarterback. Now, you can go free agency, whatever. Free agent quarterback acquisitions don't usually work. They really, really don't. Now, Edge, major need. Shout out to Eric Armstead, goes out there, gets two sacks today. One was on the inside, where he should be, and one was on the outside, just straight bull rush. Eric Armstead had a great game. Going into halftime, Eric Armstead had two sacks, two tackles for loss, and seven tackles. Dude was all over the place. Um, Second half, you didn't see it as much, but to be honest with you, you couldn't see much in the second half because the damn (laughs) offense kept giving him the ball. Uh, Anyway. Now, we're going to keep going. i got a lot more. We're going to get to some more questions. We have a new sponsor, which I'm pretty freaking excited about. And I think, hey, man, from Mikela Witherspoon, I think he's going to like this sponsor. Here we go. Whenever I was a kid, one of my favorite things to do was to go to the grocery store with my mom. She would finally turn us loose, me and my brothers and sisters, on the cereal aisle, and we could all pick one for ourselves. It was incredible. It was like Christmas, but shopping. And as kids, you always went after the most sugar-laden, unhealthy cereal imaginable to mankind. But we all grow up. Cereal is still a major part of my life. I love cereal very, very much. But now there's a product that gives you that same incredible great taste that you grew up loving, but that's healthy. Listen to these numbers. And again, keep in mind that these numbers go with great taste. Zero grams of sugar. 11 grams of protein. You can't find another cereal that does that. Only three net grams of carbs. And they have four amazing flavors. This is magicspoon.com I'm talking about. I love this product. I love this company. They have cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. Tastes amazing. But above that, it's healthy for the whole family. Uh, My wife, my 12-year-old, my 17-year-old, myself, we've all tried this product, and they all love it. We all have different favorites. This is one of the ways that you increase healthy living to your family lifestyle without sacrificing flavor. Whenever you hear these words, which all these are true for Magic Spoon, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free, you think, yeah, it's probably gonna be pretty gross. Well, get this. This company, big reason why I agreed to allow them to sponsor our podcast, I don't let anybody, I don't work with any company, 100% happiness guarantee. You try their product, you don't like it, 100% refund, no questions asked. What do you have to lose? And if you use our promo code 49ERS, you get free shipping straight to your door. You don't even have to go to the grocery store. The cereal comes to you, baby. So head to magicspoon.com slash 49ers and make sure you use the promo code 49ers whenever you check, check out for free shipping. That's magicspoon.com 49ers. Thank you for sponsoring this project. What are you doing? Go get some cereal for you and your family. Trust me, you will thank me later. <laughs> All right, so the next question comes from Pork Chop Express. Love the tag there. What's our draft position now? We're out of the playoffs. It is official. Um, if Arizona wins or any game, they just have to win one game out of their next three. We're eliminated. If we lose one game out of our next two, th- uh, two games, we only got two games left, we're eliminated. It's done. It's over. No more playoff talk. Get that out of your head. So where are we? Currently, before this game, we were picking a 13th. Now we're down to 11th. Now, that's not final, obviously. But Denver passed us because now their strength of schedule, listen to how close this is. The tiebreaker, the 49ers are 5-9. and nine. Well, there's six teams that are 5-9. and nine, But the Denver Broncos have a 557 strength of schedule. We have a 553 the 49ers have been at the worst strength of schedule or the toughest, which makes you go last in draft position. Uh, finally, the Denver Broncos have passed us in that one. So we are currently picking 11th, but it could improve. Um, there are still a few spots out there. Again, teams you are tied with, Chargers, Dallas, Detroit, 49ers, Denver. There are still the Giants who are 5-8, and eight, who I don't think they're going to win. Um, they'll be mixed with us as well, and they have a much weaker schedule. So even though we're picking 11 now, if the Giants lose, we'll fall back to 12. Um, Don't expect the 49ers to really jump that high because, again, we lose the tiebreaker with any team we're tied with. So even if we fall out, let's say we lose the last two games, which is a huge possibility, especially with number four as our quarterback. Also, don't expect Kittle or Jimmy Garoppolo returning after that loss. Zero chance of those things happening. But if we finish the season, gosh, this hurts, 5-11. and 11. Best case scenario, I think maybe eighth pick. Maybe eighth pick. Even then, I don't think that's likely. The 49ers probably aren't going to climb into the top 10. I just don't see it because, again, all those bad teams keep losing, and their strength of schedule is easier than ours, which makes us lose every single tiebreaker. The only teams we beat on tiebreaker are the Jets, no possibility there, and the Denver Broncos. So that's kind of where we're at with draft position. Now, can you get a stud picking number eleven? Yeah, you bet your rear end you can. Um now there's bust everywhere else, but if you're one of those QB people, you gotta be looking for a trade up. And you're gonna have to trade up. There there's no doubt about it. Again, the top four quarterbacks, which are first round options. Um, and we started breaking down film this week on the Patreon. If you haven't supported our Patreon, you should. Patreon.com. Uh, go to 49ers Rush Podcast. That's what you search for. We did a 30-minute video breakdown on Trey Lance. We're going to be doing uh, Zach Wilson next. Obviously, we'll do some Justin Fields. Not too much Trevor Lawrence just because there's no shot at getting him. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I wish it would, but uh, it's not going to happen there. Um, let's see here. Yeah, there's. I'm seeing a lot of Nick Mullins conversations, and, man, we got to get him out of there. Everybody's saying he's going to start, and, man, that just really, really hurts. Uh, Jalen Hurd conversation. Yeah, can he get on the field? We'll see. You know, he had the back injury against the Cowboys in that preseason game whenever he scored, I think, like two touchdowns. But then his ACL surgery, he had an ACL. The good thing is is it happened in training camp. So he's going to be coming off about 10 months of just complete rest We'll have to see. I I don't think you want to look, Shot Jay. I I don't think you want to plan for him to be your wide receiver three. If it happens, that's great. That's a bonus. But you you can't count on a guy like that. You just can't, just because of the injuries. Should McGlinchey be kicked inside? I'd be fine for it. I'm fine with Justin School staying there. Justin School played really well today. Um, Now, the level of competition he had, this Cowboys defense is trash, was really, really bad. But it's his first game ever playing guard. And he played well. Um, you know, again, you look at Colton McKibbitt's coming off his best start. Hopefully he'll be back from COVID and you can get a look at him the next two weeks. But Daniel Brunskill, just fine with him in there. He's a decent center. He's not an elite center. Um, I would have no problem spending a first round pick. It really wouldn't on a guard or a center. Now pick at 11, that's a little rich for interior offensive linemen. But if you want to fall back, which the 49ers move around the draft board as well as anybody, Let's say you trade back from 11 to 16, 11 to 17. You know, draft a center or a guard, pick up an extra third-round pick, which you don't have currently. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Um, I don't know, I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, anyway, let's get a couple of more questions here because I, I've got some more positives I want to go over. But man, it, it's it's kind of rough. <laughs> I, I I love. I, I Matthew charged me up earlier this week about singing on the MyBookie ad, which you're gonna hear in a little bit. But uh, man, whatever you're doing these ads and stuff, and I listen to every forty ers podcast out there, and some of them you know, have six, seven ads per episode. It drives me nuts, I get it. Uh, everybody's gotta pay the bills. I try my hardest not to have too many ads, um, and the ones I do have, like I actually believe in, which is kind of weird, or I think they'll benefit my listeners, but whatever couple other positives. Dre Greenlaw. That first quarter, the Cowboys came out, and their entire plan was to get Tony Pollard in space, and it worked. Well, what happened? They put Dre Greenlaw on him, shut him down for two-plus quarters until finally the defense broke. Um, You could tell that the Spirits said, we've seen this with the 49ers. Where they go out and they play well, they play well, they play well. Defense, I mean, offense puts them in a bad position. Offense puts them in a bad position. Doing great, doing great, doing great. And then after a while, the levees just break. Okay, look at what happened to the 49ers. Okay. Cowboys come out and score 14 points in the first quarter, all off turnovers. Then in the second quarter, you hold them to three total points. Third quarter, seven points, again off turnovers. Everything was smooth. 49ers were clawing their way back into it. Then a 17-point fourth quarter, give it up. Now, again, seven of those points were against uh, the kickoff return, and another field goal was against um, an interception from Nick Mullins. But that one drive, the Dallas Cowboys only actually scored 10 points. That's it. The rest was gifted to them, and that's why they're in the situation that they're in. Again, you look at these numbers, the team stats that they have, Cowboys weren't that great. Six for 15 on third downs, that's not great. Held them to under 300 total yards, that's really, really good. Um, 200 yards passing, that's nothing to scoff at. 87 yards rushing. The 49ers defense played well enough to win this game. There's some other positives with this defense as well. The dime defense, which we only saw a few times on third and long, where we put Richard Sherman as the free safety. It worked, it was 2-0, forcing two uh, punts. Defensive pressures, great job. Eric Armstead getting in the backfield, hitting the quarterback repeatedly. I loved it. Willis Hyder hits on the quarterback as well. Javon Kinlaw, good Lord. He had one of the best series of the year starting the second half. That should have been a fumble, by the way. 100% was a fumble. But this is the way the 2020 season has gone. When the 49ers have things going their way, they're going to win games. But whenever things stop rolling their way, when the ball stops bouncing their way, things got super, super bad. Um, Really, really bad, actually. Um, Now, I will say this. uh, Our bets are looking good. We bet for the Bills uh, on the early Saturday game. We got paid on that one. But we've got a two-team parlay coming, and we're doing pretty well with that one. We're about to get paid there. So a real quick word from our second sponsor, my bookie. (laughs) It's the most wonderful time of the year. That can't end. 2020 has been awful. And let's be honest, we all deserve a win. And we all deserve to have a little fun. So head over to the one place that guarantees that. And that's my bookie. There's only one sports book that doesn't care whether you were naughty or nice this year. They've got gifts for everyone. Bet NFL, NBA, all your favorite college sports and more. And here's the thing. Sign up today. Receive the ultimate stocking stuffer. A 50% deposit. Bonus up to a thousand dollars, fifty percent up to a thousand dollars. That's incredible. That's a great place to start. But we all know Christmas is about what's under the tree, and at MyBookie that means huge deposit bonuses, epic giveaways, and free contests. They got them going all year round. It's simple. Head over to MyBookie.ag. Enter in the promo code 49ers49ers 49ERS, and get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks. Head over there and let's get going. Let's get some winning going this winter. Bet with the best. Bet with my bookie all right now just a couple things coming out of 49er central Kyle Shanahan just came out and said that this loss will not affect whether or not Jimmy Garoppolo or George Kittle play over the last two weeks I marked that under 100% BS Just like he said, the only reason why he would bench Nick Mullins was turnovers. And then a four turnover performance, three on Nick Mullins, one on the other one, still did not bench him whatsoever. So you can say whatever, (laughs) but that guy has no clue, whatever it comes to these quarterbacks. And here's the thing. I I love this. Um, Alex, uh, he says this, trade up for your quarterback. It's Shanahan's fault for not wanting to take a quarterback when he had the chance at number two. You go back to the very first draft when John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan were there. Shanahan said he didn't even measure. He didn't even grade quarterbacks. That was the Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes draft. He said he didn't even go over them. Why? Because he knew he was going to get none other than Kirk Cousins. Well, that didn't work out. Instead, we got Solomon Thomas, one of the biggest draft busts to come out of the top five um, in recent memory. And again, yeah, you could have had... (laughs) Deshaun Watson, you could have had Patrick Mahomes. We didn't. Why? For Kirk Cousins. Now, if we look at it, <coughs> excuse me, but again, if you look at it, and I like Sean's idea, draft a center first then quarterback second. So if you get an elite sitter, you can move Brun's skill to guard. Then you have your new quarterback that can work in too. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be starting week one. It's just going to happen. There's no way, unless you can pull off a major trade and bring in somebody like Aaron Rodgers or whatever. But what team's going to trade Aaron Rodgers away? I get that they drafted Jordan Love or whatever else. That's just kind of where we are. Um, Yeah, I love this draft talk. We're going to spend a lot of time on it. Niner Drag asks this, Do you think Juwan Jennings has potential to take the slot role next year? You hope so. (laughs) You hope so. You've got all these wide receivers, and the 49ers have spent so much draft capital at the wide receiver position, it just hasn't panned out. Maybe Jawan Jennings could be that guy. Maybe Jalen Hurd could be that guy. But what I do know is it's not Kendrick Bourne, and it's not Richie James, and it's not Trent Taylor. So move on from the guys we know it's not. Now, I don't mind Kendrick Bourne being out there as a number four, number five wide receiver. That's fine. But top three, hell no way too unreliable and gets up talking trash that's another thing that pisses me off about him like your team's down 14 points he makes a catch in the fourth quarter gets up and starts talking trash to a team he's losing to what the hell is that i don't mind the celebrating i don't mind the attitude i love the fun behavior i like all those things but understand it's not about you it's about a team so whenever you start talking trash to somebody else when you're getting your butt kicked. It just makes you look like an idiot. Um, Going back to my coaching days, like people that did that, you usually always understood they were selfish. It was always about them, which that's okay. It is a game. I totally get it. But man, shut the hell up, dude. Catch the ball. (laughs) Like you dropped four passes the week before and lost your job. You got benched. Richie James started over you at a two wide receiver set with Debo out. Like shut up, man. Um, It's bad. It's really, really bad. Now, this upcoming week, we've got a bunch of stuff for you. Just because it is Christmas week, um, I'm still going to be getting out all the normal amount of content. We've got four podcasts. We're going to get a couple Patreon video breakdowns as well for you guys. Man, it's a rough week. It's a rough loss, but that's all right. And as always, love you guys. Stay strong faithful.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the insights